0: All right, welcome to the first Sports Block podcast of 2019. Let us be among the last, or maybe the first still, I don't know, depending on where you're at, to wish you a very happy New Year's. And most um, of this podcast is with me as always. And Krins, uh, happy New Year's to you. Uh, uh, did you have a very good Christmas, a very good holiday season?
1: I suppose. It was fine.
0: It was fine. That's good. Uh, you survived. We,
1: we, we've been doing this for nine years. We have nine. Yeah. Twenty. Twenty two thousand.
0: Next
1: year. Next year will be a decade.
0: Holy cow! What What are we gonna do for that? We should be. We should plan some big stuff. Well, what we should do.
1: Try we to should book. Try to tell old books.
0: I'm fine with that. How about we get on, like, uh, Sirius XM for a year and, and have this uh, yeah. just do a, do a show for a year? That would be that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, but, yeah. I can,
1: I can swear and say whatever the hell
0: I want. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You just you. like uh, uh, Howard Stern. Uh, big storm last week uh, that swept through the plains. And I must say, uh, this was about... Uh, as accurate of a storm prediction as any meteorologist has ever called, they said 10 to 18 inches of snow. We oh, got, They gave
1: themselves quite the uh, quite the rain.
0: Oh, well, that's that's very true. They did, but between the amount of snow that we got up here in Fargo, and I know you guys got it down there in Mitchell as well, and the winds, uh, this storm lived up to the expectations and then some. This they were spot on with
1: this. Good thing was I wasn't in Mitchell for like a week. So I uh, I missed out on the big storm for Mitchell. Uh, Sioux Falls got only about four and a half inches. They got a little bit of rain, too. Uh, but, yeah, they got they got enough. Uh, four and a half, so that's a good plenty. Uh, it's cold as hell last night, New Year's Eve. very yep. below. chill. That was a dangerous. Uh, I drove from Mitchell to Sioux Falls yesterday. It was very windy. 40-mile-an-hour winds out of the north. Yep. So that's, uh, the, the, the visibility wasn't great at around noon on a Monday, so that was uh, you still go about sixty-five, but uh, once in a while
0: you couldn't see. So fortunately, we were at the lake uh, doing another Christmas um, uh, commemorate like uh, you know, commencing and uh, mourning the Viking season, which we'll get to here in a in a moment, but also celebrated New Year's as we always do. And normally we have a fire on New Year's Eve, and it was too damn cold for that. Uh, A lot of snow, very... What's that?
1: A fire outside.
0: A fire outside, yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We really, we braved the elements out here. Um, That didn't happen, though, uh, because it was too damn cold and uh, very windy, but, yeah, last week, I'll give you, you know what, they pretty much shut the entire Fargo-Moorhead a metro area down on thursday because of the snow i got our our work discovery benefits closed early uh opened up late on friday it was like I, it just it reminded me of being back in uh grade school and you're always hoping what? for those you know for those big snowstorms. like oh i hope we get out early or hope we're closed for the day or get two hour late start and whatnot um they delivered on this one. So a good job to uh, to you, Mother Nature, and of course to the meteorologists out there for not getting my hopes up on this damn storm and actually getting this one exactly right.
1: If they knew something like a week ago was going to happen. Like, oh, it's uh, going to be a big thing like Wednesday or Thursday. They not know what? They weren't giving any details until about maybe Monday or the day before. Then they said, all right, we're going to get you no know, 2 to 6, 2 to 8. And then it was like 10 to 16. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They, they, were, they were, They They. they, they you know, it took them a while to, to get
0: exact. You know what? Let this be a lesson for them then to, how about, you know, look at how they forecasted this storm and do that for future storms. Because it's no... Use insane a week out, like, oh, I got this major storm coming in, gonna get a foot of snow. If you aren't going to get anything, if it goes south, or if you only get like three inches, like, well, why the hell did I go to Home Depot to buy 10 dozen shovels and go to the grocery store to get all the bread and milk that I could possibly stack up for, you know, or stock up for 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 the next week or so with this storm for only 2 or 3 inches of snow no, they they did this exactly right this is how they need to do it here going forward so uh, kudos to everyone involved
1: and the problem down here was we had rain yeah, that would suck that's why Sioux Falls was like 2 inches to 8 inches because we got some rain and they didn't know when it was going to turn to snow for, From rain to snow So I don't know how much rain we got If we got quarter of an inch, half inch of rain But uh, yeah, we, we got enough snow Wind And uh, hopefully this is as bad as it gets
0: Well this is, a, is The biggest storm Since I've moved to Fargo This is uh, winter oh. number 4 that I have been up here uh, This is by far the biggest storm We have gotten uh, In this area The one area. we had
1: last was April. April yes. Yeah, it was that was the biggest one I think I've ever seen. That was a legitimate 15-16 inches. I've never seen that much snow.
0: Right. And
1: it melted very quickly, so and we didn't get um,
0: anything from that storm up here in North Dakota. At least at least We Didn't get anything. And I do remember like they I remember Paul Allen was at the Wooden Nickel in Marshall. Because Marshall High School Football won some Minnesota High School Football Award. So, Paul Allen, you know, 9 to Noon comes down and does a show. And they were supposed to do some football clinics, but they had to postpone those. And he had to get the hell up out of Dodge because some massive snowstorm was coming. And sure enough, Marshall got decked with almost uh, two feet of snow. So, uh, they, they were right on with this one. Um, Unfortunate. Uh, so that's uh, that was a big storm here. So Happy New Year again. Uh, what did you do? Did you stay up until midnight to ring in the New Year?
1: Yeah, we usually have a party. We've had a party the last, I don't know, half dozen years. Had a party this year again, and uh, folks left early. It looked like 11, 11.30, but uh, I stayed up until midnight, and uh, yeah, it was
0: good. 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 Uh, was Boots in attendance?
1: Boots? Oh, well,
0: no. Boots are at the Sugar Bowl, as we speak. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> watching Bevo run over Ugga? I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. He
1: had to send me a picture
0: of Smoothie King Arena. So. Mm. There we go. If you haven't seen video yet, look at the video of Bevo almost running over Ugga. Uh, what the hell? Yes, yeah. It, it's not good, uh, but uh, definitely check out the video there when you get a chance. Uh, let's begin, though. Uh, by morning the end of the Minnesota Vikings season uh, they did it in very impressive fashion and i by impressive i mean didn't show the hell up at all uh what a ugly performance against the Chicago Bears um hold on a second here uh they, 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 what what are your thoughts on the Bears law? uh big law, uh win over the Vikings
1: My thoughts? Yes. My my thoughts are I think the Bears are better. Those are my
0: thoughts. I mean, this was just about as bad of a... I I don't even know how to begin. And people are going to say, oh, it's Kirk Cousins and all this stuff. But, I mean, my God, the offensive line is just atrocious. It has been all year. And you know what? I I, I think I mentioned this to you at one point. But I, when Tony Sperano died, I kind of had a feeling like, oh boy, this could make things really interesting for you know for the season for this offensive line because Tony Sperano really got the uh, the offensive line going last year for the Vikings. He seemed to get the most out of Reef and Remmers, uh, and this year it that just seemed to be something that hung over. The team for this entire season. And, and Kirk certainly didn't play well at all. But, um, you know, between in this game specifically, the offensive line looked like shit, even against the Bears' second stringers. And then the defense was largely terrible. Uh, Eight of 12 at one point was Chicago on third down. That's inexcusable. Um,. And, you know, Weatherly's dumb penalty, you know, the roughing the passer, and, I mean, I don't know if, if Rhodes would have made a difference. I think he would have. And maybe the Vikings win the game if they could have someone that would cover any bear wide receiver. But um, this, was, this was bad, a very, very bad game to end a disappointing season to many Vikings fans.
1: Oh, yeah. Kendricks was also out, and I don't even think that got really mentioned during the game at all. I mean, Jesus no, Christ.
0: But, but he was out the week before. So I think, you know, like.
1: Yeah, sure, but still, I he's. Uh,
0: he's valuable. Yep.
1: So there's that. Uh, the weatherly call was, that was pretty bad. Um, the longer on we got in the year, the less of those calls we saw. That was another bad one. It seemed like the Vikings, sometime in their games, whether it was for them or against them, that would happen. Just an atrocious rushing the passer call.
0: But it was—it was still a bad move by Weatherly, don't you think?
1: Yeah, but it was. I mean, let that go. Let me just let that go. You can get a little bit too picky at times, and uh, you know, uh, officiating generally watching these bowl games. Over the past couple weeks, it has been a lot of bad, bad calls. Yep. Uh, so that's bad. So if you know they don't call that, you give up 17 points instead of 24, you got a chance. When they scored the touchdown to make it 13 10, I thought they were going to win.
0: I thought, I thought so too. Well, I thought the Bears uh, were going to sit their starters at that point because I think it was 28 3. L.A. over San Francisco. I'm like, why? Why the hell would the Bears continue to play Trubisky and and their starters? There's no reason to.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah they messed up there. You want to play the Vikings, which you dominated twice, or the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why. Probably they would have done that? So that's, that didn't make any sense. There was no reason to play their starters once that Rams game got to a certain point. Oh, uh, Matt Nagy's their coach. Nicky, that Nicky, suck, at uh, uh, so he's an offensive guy, right? He is. And what is this second year? Uh, second, first,
0: second first, year? first year. First year. Yep.
1: Where he came from Kansas City. Yes. So, and they're talking about you know Sean McVay, and he's done, he's done pretty good with the Rams. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. And they're saying Matt Nagy, he's the next young guy. You know, Matt Nagy, this innovative offense. And I'm watching this offense. I'm like, this this is 1982 offense. This what what innovative anything is
0: well, this Bears offense? Well, the the quarterback can run, and he throws it to a little five foot seven or five foot nine Tariq Cohen, and he just darts all over the field. You have the ground pound game with Jordan Howard. I mean, this is this is vintage stuff here.
1: Yes, this, this innovative offense. I still, I'm still, still waiting to hear what is so innovative about this offense. I think what makes the offense so good is that the defense is the best in the league. That's what I think. So you got an offensive guy who is relying on the defense to to win them games. The quarterback made some good throws. I was surprised he didn't run more. There was a, maybe in the second half he ran on back-to-back plays, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Well, they had Anthony Barr there, so they kind of took that away. So, as far as innovative offense, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing that.
0: I wonder compared. too, because with all the the head coaching firings that have gone on, if Vic Fangio, the Bears' defensive coordinator, doesn't get a head coaching job here this year, I I don't know what people are waiting for then, because this has been a masterful job. Now, yes, he does; he was gifted arguably the the second, you know, a top two, top three defensive player on his teams. I mean, that'll make your defense absolutely fantastic. But between, you got, what, Akeem Hicks and you got, you know, Eddie Jackson in the secondary. I mean, Prince Amukamara has gotten a, a resurgence to his career. He played great for the Bears this year. You got Leonard Floyd, Roquan Smith. I mean, there are so many great weapons that the Bears have on defense that I mean, I would have to think that Vic Fangio is going to get a job here with the job that the Bear that he's done with that Bears defense this year. This was like 1985 Bears defense
1: almost. Oh, this is me something to research. When when was the last guy like that got a job? And it was like good. Like they always pick the guy who has the good offense or the coordinator that has the good defense i to pick the guy, the offense coordinator. What Adam Gase was for Peyton Manning.
0: Yep, and he's been fired. I always pick the guy. You know, Josh McDaniels. That didn't work. Dan uh, Dan Quinn with the Falcons, I think, could be. Is he, still there? he is still there. Yep.
1: Yeah, so he's been there. They got some the Super Bowls. He won. Um, but it is weird how you know you. No, I mean, Adam Gase, really, is he he anything?
0: No, probably not.
1: Or was it it maybe the quarterback? I guess it may be more the quarterback. That's why I love Zimmer so much, is because he, even if Sean McVay, uh, I'm fine with him because Jeff Fisher is is a joke of coach. Yep. And then he's a defensive guy, and they got all these quarterbacks there. And then Sean McVay comes in, And turns that into something. That's why I like Zimmer. Vikings defense was terrible under Leslie Frazier. And Zimmer comes in within a year or two. Boom. They're they're the tops in the lake. So that's why I like him.
0: But unfortunately, Um, they came up short when they absolutely needed them to, all on Sunday.
1: What what was the. Okay, let's say the Vikings win. What was their reward for
0: winning? A, a, a trip to Chicago to play the Bears. Even though Seattle didn't... Can I, can I didn't, on that? Is, is that alright if I'm like, I don't need to
1: see them play the Bears for a third time? You know what? I see them play game good. I am, so I'm completely... I'm fine with them losing.
0: Kind of. I, you know what? I agree that like the, the probability that they would beat the Bears <laughs> is slim to none. But at least they'd be in the playoffs. At least they'd get back. Um, at least Kirk Cousins would have beat a team with a winning record this season. I mean, it, there's just. With
1: the Eagles, I, I give them credit for beating the Eagles. Eagles finished over five, 500. Yep. I count that.
0: Yep, that's fair. Um, I, I do think
1: have-
0: this is a very pivotal off season for the Vikings. I mean, Zimmer and Spielman are both entering the final years of their current deals, so. I would think that, like, primarily, the focus has to be on the offensive line. I don't know if they're going to bring Dan Bailey back as kicker. I would tend to think that they won't. I would. I would. You know what? If he can be accurate, a little more accurate. I mean, he was accurate down the stretch, which was good. But, you know, can he be that consistent guy that he was in Dallas? We'll see. I'd love to see them bring Sheldon Richardson back. I think he's open to coming back, but I don't know what their cap space is like. Uh, Latavius Murray says he wants to be back in 2019, but at what at what yeah. price? I mean, I don't I don't foresee him coming back. I don't foresee Anthony Barr coming back unless it's on like a two-year, ten million dollar deal. I think th- I think this Eric Wilson has shown that he yeah. is. Uh, more than capable of being a very good linebacker in this system, so I think the Vikings just primarily have to look at the offensive line and get rid of Remmers, get rid of Reef, get Easton back and healthy. Um, I do like Brian O'Neill. I think he's got some. Uh, he's got a lot of potential there. And you have Elfline, who struggled this year, but I mean how. Oh, you know how healthy was he? Was he truly 100% coming back from those surgeries dating back to the NFC Championship game last January? So, with all that being said, attack the offensive line. You got to get one guy in free agency and then go after it hard in the draft because. If you look at what the Indianapolis Colts did last year in getting the best guard in the class, Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame, and the difference he has made on that on that Colts team to for the running game and protecting Andrew Luck, look at where the Colts are now. They're in the playoffs, and I did not expect that at all at the beginning of the season. I did not think that the Colts had a complete team. I didn't see them... Having you know the, the pieces on defense, and I thought they didn't have a great running game, and outside of T.Y. Hilton, who would be that guy that would really step up for Andrew Luck? So I didn't see a playoff year coming from them. But if you're looking at one guy in particular, you know we're, we're talking you know for rookies of the year, you're talking like Baker Mayfield and whatnot. You have to talk Quentin Nelson, and if the Vikings can land a offensive lineman or two like that in the draft. They're going to be fine next year, and I'm already saying right now, I'm going to book it. You can book the Vikings for the playoffs next year, and you can book the Browns for the playoffs next year. Book yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah, go offensive line. I'm go offensive line first two, first two rounds.
0: Maybe yeah. get a tight end too. I don't know. Help, help stretch the field a little bit. That's fine.
1: That's fine. Uh, first two, first two rounds, offensive line. Uh, there's a tackle from from Oklahoma. Maybe you're looking at him. Uh, Remmers, Remmers got to go. Uh, Rudolph, to save some money, get rid of Rudolph. Uh, you do that. Maybe get rid of Murray. You're going to have about $20, $25 million to work with here. So. Do you think they should keep Sheldon
0: go. Richardson?
1: Maybe, yeah, uh, if you want, he didn't cost much, if he if can make that work. At a bar. May or not, may or not be back. But again, it's the offensive line. You need at least, you need at least three new guys there. But that O'Neill guy, he looks like he's a keeper. Yep. You got him. You got your center. Uh, Reese did okay at times. Maybe that just because everybody else is so awful. But yeah, uh, get the tackle from Oklahoma. Maybe get a guard in the second round and sign somebody. Don't care who it is. Anybody who's better. So. You do that, you're fine. Um, I love Zimmer, as you know. Yes, I uh, Yep. I think Spielman's done a outstanding job. Uh, apart the from state. the
0: quarterback and the offensive line, I would say yes.
1: I'd say apart from the offensive line. Um, that's, but you know, everybody's signed. Everybody but Anthony Barr is signed. Yep. With Cousins, I mean you. You know what he is? I like people talk about the eighty four million dollars like that matters. And that's just what the asking price is for a quarterback of any sorts. What was the, what was the Vikings other option?
0: Case Keenum. Case Keenum.
1: Would he have done better? I don't know. Maybe he didn't do well in Denver, maybe he just would do better in M- Minnesota.
0: Maybe maybe uh, they could have drafted Lamar Jackson. I mean we see how that's worked out for the Baltimore Ravens. Like,
1: yeah, but you know you got a tall bastard from Wyoming who's terrible. How can you pass him up when you got a Heisman <laughs> winner? I mean, how do you how do you pass him up? It's hard, <laughs> hard to pass talent like that up. But oh uh, yeah, I, mean, I would like him to see to, to go quarterback in the middle rounds to have a guy three years from now. Can, can I
0: can happens. I can I tell you what I really want to happen? Um,
1: you want Taryn Christian as something or other? Nope, nope. He's going to stick,
0: that's who I would
1: like but. Fuck you Fuck me
0: You say fuck <laughs> me well, That's, that's alright right. um, I don't know if it's going to be a year Or two I'm going to go with two I want them to either tank Or I want them to hey. trade two, hey. two, two Two or three first round draft picks I want Hunter Renfro I want the Clemson quarterback. I think he is going to be Hunter,
1: Hunter Renfro is No, coach. yeah, what
0: the what the hell am I talking about? Yeah. I don't want to, I
1: don't want to Lawrence. I will oh. not make and trade picks for a
0: white wide receiver. <laughs> oh my gosh. What am I doing here? First blunder of twenty nineteen. It's only it's only New Year's Day of twenty nineteen when we're recording this, and I've already said Hunter Renfro. Yes, Taylor Lawrence. My bad.
1: I I mean, two. I think he's gonna be great. Tank. I think mean, he should be the first round pick next year. Yep. He's
0: great. Tank he's for Taylor, great. or trade three no, no. first round picks for him? Cause I'm telling you right now, like, I okay. think I think we were both on the on the, the Deshaun Watson train, uh, thinking that he was the best quarterback in that draft. Now Pat Mahomes has certainly vaulted himself up there, but I don't think it's. I don't think you can go wrong with either quarterback. But we, if you and I were both on Deshaun Watson coming out of Clemson, we're like, yes, this guy is the best. Look at what he did against Alabama and all this. Talk about, you know, the interception and whatnot. That, that's fine. He'll he'll figure it out in the NFL. Taylor Lawrence, I'm telling you right now, I want him, and I'll do it at whatever cost possible. Whatever cost. I'm not
1: thinking or anything like that. Um
0: Trade three first-round oh, picks yeah. if if Kirk does okay. Oh. Let us let me let me pose this to you then. If Kirk doesn't Uh-oh. show significant improvement next year, or if the Vikings overall as a team don't, and you know Kirk, I mean, I don't know what we would need to look at for Kirk Cousins' stats to be elevated or whatnot.
1: You have to make playoffs next year. You have to.
0: Okay. Yeah. So if he doesn't though, then I think it would make.
1: That's super funny.
0: Right, but I mean. And then that's where you would say, you know what? We need to make a splash, and by we I mean the Vikings, ownership. I say, you know what? Let's go for Hunt or Hunter. What the hell is my problem? Taylor Lawrence. Go for Taylor Lawrence.
1: Trevor! Trevor, his name is Trevor.
0: Oh my god. Trevor Lawrence, what is my problem? It's twenty nineteen. This is awful. Are we recording this? We are. It's shit.
1: I also We're about 20 minutes <laughs> no, in here. I mean, he's good. He's a freshman. He's done well. We'll see what he does against Alabama. I'm sure he'll be you know, in the top five. Um, but Cousins, you know, like, he's like what he is. He's 30, 31. Yep. This is what it be his eighth year. Like, you know kind of what he is now. He's good. He can make the playoffs with him. He's made it once. He's played good. He's not played so good. Team kind of goes as he goes. If he's going to lay a stinker, not going to win. If he plays well, they probably are. So is he going to have to win a playoff game? Maybe not. I mean, Christ, his record against the winning teams isn't all him, but Jesus Christ, you got to do something here. Right. Um, So, I mean, is this this a guy that can win three playoff games for God's sakes? No. So, I mean, you you gave it a try. It was either him or Keenum. I know he's the better of the two. You give it a try if Jackass
0: makes a kick against Green Bay you're in the playoffs. And arguably, you know, if the Vikings wouldn't have even tied that game against Green Bay if it hadn't been for Cousins. I think a lot of people forget that. <laughs> yes. Keenum's not going to lead them back from 15 points down with like five minutes left. That's not happening. He can't make those throws that, that, uh, that, uh, that. Uh, he, uh, that, yeah, that, that I mean, he's he's just not. It, Kirk Cousins made throws in that game that Case Keenum would not have made. So I think a lot of people are overlooking that. Yes, does Cousins need to play better overall? I would say absolutely, but he needs an offensive line. I think that's something that people are drastically overlooking.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cousins didn't play well. Offensive line didn't play well. Defense had to do better, and they didn't. All uh, special teams was great. But two of the, the, the top two phases were were very poor. They punters, have a so. punter
0: in Wild. He is he's good. Yeah, he was, uh, very good pickup good. from the Pittsburgh Steelers practice squad. He
1: was good. So you know, you go the next year, you see what happens. Bears, I think Bears surprised everybody. Packers, we'll see who their coach is. Falter a lot right now for the Packers. Lions are mm-hmm. no worry of ours at all. No. Nope. So, You hope, you know, with the the Bears, it's, you know, turnovers are not sustainable. Turnovers are not something you can count on. So you just maybe hope the turnovers, they don't have as many next year.
0: Like I say, if Vic Fangio leaves, then that's, I think that will immediately knock the Bears down slightly on defense.
1: And you look at the Saints, they're good. You look at the Rams, they're good. Anybody else, you know, whatever, Dallas.
0: Look Look at what the the saints, the rams and the eagles all have for draft picks though coming up in the next year or two. I mean, the saints only have one pick in the first four rounds in the tw- yeah. in the April's draft. And that's a second round pick. I mean, the saints I don't, don't win now. Yeah, they're they're in it to win it right now and they don't really have that flexibility here going forward to do a whole lot. So No, I mean, to me I think that, uh, I mean, the Vikings have a, a great opportunity here next year. The schedule's going to be a little bit easier. Yes, you do have to play the Chiefs and the Chargers, both on the road. That sucks, but you won't have to play the Saints. You don't have to play the the Rams. You 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 have to play the Seahawks. That sucks, but you know what? We can get them next year, or the you know, the Vikings can get them next year. Um, the NFC East, I don't... Worry about that at all? Oh, they have to go. They have to go to Dallas and the Giants. Oh no, that's gonna suck. Oh, you get Philadelphia and Washington at home. That's fine. Um, No, I, I am, I am not. uh, I'm not worried about next year, provided though that they get that offensive line figured out. They
1: will. will. Yeah. They'll they'll fix some guys. Guys got to be good. We'll see what happens. Quarterback is who he is. So. Look, Bridgewater's a free agent, I don't know, maybe he wants to come back, we'll see. Um, You know, eight, eight wins wasn't good, I mean eight wins wasn't going to get you in the playoffs. So, it's uh, another Vikings year, you,
0: you, you know how it's going to end. So. Yep, and that's why, you know, again, going into this year, I don't know why everyone, all the prognosticators were like, oh, the Vikings Super Bowl, Like this is it, I'm like, no, no. This was this was never an expectation that I had that they would make it to the Super Bowl this year. Not with how loaded the Eagles looked or the Rams. I didn't necessarily see the Saints coming on as as much as they did. Or the Bears. Right, right. Um, but with a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback, I knew this wasn't going to be the year for them. Um, offensive coordinator though, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I mean Kevin Stefanski is interviewing for the Browns' job. He's not going to get that job. Um, I feel fairly safe in saying that. If he does, shock the hell out of me. Um, I don't see it happening, though. But there is some chatter. Maybe not chatter at all. Maybe I'm just, you know, know, spewing... Maybe I'm just spewing some bullshit here. But... I'm wondering if a guy like Adam Gase makes sense. If Kevin oh. Stefanski moves on, are we go? Are the Vikings going with Stefanski here for the foreseeable future? Is that the best move? What do the Vikings need to do? Because this is obviously as big of an issue with Mike Zimmer. You know, throughout his tenure, is the the number of offensive coordinators he's gone through. Pat Shermer aside, he got a head coaching position. That's great for him. But, um, you know, Zimmer's had issues with offensive coordinators. He needs to get this pick right. So if, I mean, does Stefanski keep the job or do they look elsewhere? Well, yeah, Zimmer wants to run the ball. So
1: if you've got to find a guy that wants to run the ball 50-50. That's his big thing, apparently. And that was not D. at all. So whatever is whatever going to run the ball, we'll see. Stefanski didn't, he didn't help himself, didn't help himself against the Lions, didn't help himself here against the Bears, so, uh, we'll see, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I,
0: I, I think he, I, I, okay, so if it's not him, then who?
1: I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know, Adam Gates, uh, coach, I don't know, who all these fired guys, Mike McCarthy, no, absolutely not, um, you know. Where where does offense coordinators come from? It's well these last couple of dudes have been quarterback coaches, quarterback coach for the Eagles, quarterback coach for the Vikings. Uh North Turner's been around for a long time. He wasn't anything special. So you know, where where does it come from? Is it a, is it a quarterback coach? Is it a fired head coach? Who,
0: who is it? I, I, don't know. I, I don't know if I don't know what the the status in Cleveland's going to be. I it sounds like they aren't going to stay with Greg Williams. Um, I don't know if Freddie Kitchens would stay around with the Browns with the new head coach if it's not Greg Williams. But what about Freddie Kitchens? I mean, he certainly was masterful with Baker Mayfield. Sure,
1: I mean it's hard to examine coaches because players change and all of this stuff. But when Hugh Jackson left Cleveland, there was an immediate change for the better. Immediately for the better. So that would seem to me Hugh Jackson, not not good. Uh, so they should keep going whatever the hell they got going in Cleveland because they were a game or two short of the playoffs. And I like I like what an ass Baker Mayfield is. I love it. I hope the angles hire Hugh Jackson, because if they do, they'll be trash. What a stupid, like,
0: why would, Marvin, uh, Marvin Lewis is looking out for a friend here, but he endorsed Hugh Jackson, like, what in the hell is he thinking?
1: I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, know, again, it's tough to evaluate, but when, wherever you go, you're bad, or you get worse, I mean, that, that tells you something after a while, so, yeah, I mean, even even to be under consideration. I can understand taking the job. He got fired. You didn't leave. He got fired. And you go to the, go somewhere where you're familiar. But I can't remember. I, mean, I can't even come up with any coach that's ever done what he did. And uh, I'm glad the Browns beat the piss out of him twice. I love, I love all of it. I think Baker Mayfield is great. Uh, I, I love the Browns. Hope they do well.
0: Um yeah, I I hope so too and again, you know, they t- every year for 29 straight years, the NFL playoff field has turned over at least 25% of its teams from the previous year. Uh and next year I'm going to say right now that the Browns and the Vikings get in. So you're going to have two teams that didn't make the playoffs last year or that th- this year that will be in it next year. Um so
1: Vikings I- and the uh, somebody else?
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying the Vikings and the Browns for sure. And then you have to get, you know, like two other teams or one other team in at least. And I I just feel very, I feel very safe in saying that, that 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 will happen. Yeah. Um, Head coaching firings in the NFL. The Jets get rid of Todd Bowles. He's gone. Adam Gase out in Miami. Dirk Cutter out in Tampa Bay. Interesting about Tampa Bay. The GM has said that the new head coach of Tampa Bay will have to work with Jameis Winston. That is, essentially, it sounds like a non-negotiable deal. I don't know why. Vance Joseph is out in Denver. Steve Wilkes out in uh, Arizona after one year. So, Cleveland and Green Bay are already open. So, Lots of head coaching openings going on here. It's going to be a very interesting uh, few weeks to see who gets these jobs.
1: Yeah, Green Bay and Cleveland seem to be the top two. So I'm sure by next week we'll know who their coaches are. That's how uh, quick it
0: goes. Yes. Yep, plenty of interviews. So uh, again, Zimmer and Spielman. Interesting, though, pro football talk. Uh, you know how much I love it. Uh, Mike, Mike Florio did write that it would be interesting if the Bengals made a run at Mike Zimmer, no, um, not a if not a he, if he would go there. He's got some land in former Bengals defensive coordinator. Maybe the pressure isn't as high in Cincinnati as it is in Minnesota. Maybe you know, he's got the ranch in Kentucky. What would it take, compensation wise? Because we know that. You know, teams can will will trade picks away for coaches. We've seen it happen with John Gruden. Non-negotiable. 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 You're, you wouldn't even think like, because I would say nope. three first-round picks. Ten first-round
1: picks. Nope. Ten. He's my coach. Nope. Ten of them. Nope. Go to hell with your picks. Um. I mean, that's just stirring the shit on his part. There's no basis for Florio. So that's not a positive in his column. In my book. So, yeah, there's no, I mean, there's Bengals-Vikings. There's not a happy be comparison between who's I think this is his last coaching job. What, he's 62, 63. Hopefully he's around for five more years. Hopefully he wins one. He can walk away. But if he's not going anywhere, um, yeah, he's, he's staying here. I think this is his last job.
0: Uh, as I do every year here for for the last few years, i um, Look at the final standings to what I had uh, predicted at the beginning of the season. We'll have that total for you next week. I'm just looking back, though, and last year I had three teams exactly right. I know I'm going to increase that by uh, at least one this year. It looks like I've got Cincinnati right for the second consecutive year. Last year I was within one, plus or minus, with eight. Or with seven other teams, so I had so either right or within one or two, it was a total of ten. I'm going to increase that this year. I'm going to increase that. This is it's going to be. I'm going to say we're going to be at twelve. So Can I
1: say this: watching the New Year's games here, I think we all thought Mississippi State would beat Iowa. Yep. Pretty handily, that did not happen. But, um, Texas is had ten nothing. This is surprising. Yep. This is, this is. And they just got a fumble at the ten yard line. This is unbelievable.
0: Uh, it's again. Are, it's are these teams coming to play? Do they care? That's the one thing. Yeah. That's the one question I had with Georgia. Is would they care about you know after not making the playoff, losing to Alabama, would they care? Um, I, and, I thought
1: Penn State would beat Kentucky. As
0: did I. did Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, so, so my my conclusion. Put this on my tombstone. Uh, the, the best thing and the worst thing about sports is that we don't know what's going to happen. We think we you know. I thought Ohio State, there's no reason why Ohio State shouldn't have beat the shit out of uh, Washington. Right. And they did for the most part, and it was apparently close to the end. I don't know what happened. I didn't see them. I didn't watch much of the game at all. But there's no reason why they shouldn't have won by 30 points. So... <clears throat> All, all of the, the whole, everything you see on TV throughout the week is all predictions and all of this. And you can spend your life looking at the tapes and coming up with conclusions, and none of it matters because nobody knows what's going to happen. You can nobody knows. Look at the office pools for the March Madness. The lady that won this year at, at my work. Would be the one that knows the least of it. None of it matters. It's a complete guessing game. So that kind of because we we pay attention to this shit as much as anybody, and we have no idea who's what's no. going to happen. This is a what, what team would you think is going to win the AFC? It would, it would uh, fuck. Who the hell knows? It would yeah. surprise me if it was the Colts. Anybody else, I'd be like, all right, sure, I can see Houston, Kansas City, New England. I think Baltimore's going to win. I think Baltimore's, Baltimore would be my pick. Yeah. get to the Super Bowl. Chargers, I yep. uh, don't have a great history. Chiefs are the Vikings of the AFC. New England looks like trash, but you just give them the benefit of the doubt after 20 years. Well, who the hell knows? Who the
0: hell knows? Right. And this is another year where the the College Bowl pick'em I have failed miserably on. It looks like David Schottenkirk's going to win, so congratulations to him. Um,
1: I put forty points on Oklahoma because I had to catch. I wasn't going to catch anybody putting forty points on Alabama. So if I would have picked who I thought was going to win, I probably would have finished like third. But you got it, and they're just worn out. Upsets this year. Favorites one for
0: the most part. Well, Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky win. I mean, I had okay. So I had Northwestern. I had them picked to win for the longest time, and then I switched the pick a day before the game against. Uh, uh, what? So that was game was uh, New Year's Eve. So I switched it. It was either the Sunday or the Saturday because I've heard oh Kyle Whittingham's gonna win. So you know, has won like he's like what nine and one and right. So I'm like okay shit. I'm gonna switch it to them. And it looked good for the first half, and then Northwestern ended up winning. But I had Northwestern winning to begin with because of the injuries at the quarterback and the running back position for Utah, so why didn't I just keep that there? I mean, it's you're right. We just don't know what the hell. Bowl season is very frustrating because you there are some teams that show up and others that don't, and it's it's very maddening. It really is. It's just random. Totally
1: random.
0: Um, your, your question about the AFC. I agree with you. I mean, I'd love to see Kansas City in it. Uh, my father in law is a huge Chiefs fan, so for his sake, you know, for, to see them win would be great, but. They haven't won a home playoff game since 1994. So how in the hell can I say with any sort of confidence that the Chiefs, with home field advantage throughout the entire AFC playoffs, will win? Because you know what's going to happen? The Ravens are going to beat the Chargers, and the Ravens are, and if, you know, if the Texans beat the Colts, then the Ravens are going to go to Kansas City, and the Ravens are not going to make the same mistakes again against the Chiefs. It's just not going to happen. I mean, so... Yeah. So, you're right. I mean, who the hell knows? Um, the NFC... If the,
1: Chiefs, if the Chiefs can host Kansas City, I like their chances, but they got to get there first. got to beat the Colts or Baltimore <coughs> or the Chargers. or the hell are going to play? But if they play Houston, I don't know, they should probably beat Houston. Who the hell knows?
0: The NFC side, I will... Say I think it's going to be the Saints because the Superdome is incredibly difficult to play at. Um, I will say that I think that the Bears have a good chance because defenses can travel anywhere, but I think Mitch,
1: I think uh, Frank is going to die at the Superdome. That's
0: why. well, that, and that's what I was going to say. It, yeah, I think the Bears could. I think it'll be Bears Saints in the NFC Championship game. The only way the Bears win is if the Saints' offensive line continues to get ransacked by injuries, which it appears that they, they do have some injury concern there. But overall, I mean, I, I think it's going to be the Saints. And I, you know what? I'll keep the Saints Texans since that was my uh, prediction at the beginning of the season. Um,. I'd, I'd love to say it's the Chiefs, but I mean, that that, that AFC side, is just completely, it, it's a complete unknown at this point, but we don't see Philadelphia doing it, we don't see Dallas doing it, the Rams, I think a lot of people have lost confidence in them, and rightfully so, can't see the Seahawks doing anything, um, I think it's the Saints or the Bears on the NFC side.
1: I don't see the Bears winning at Los Angeles. I don't see.
0: You know what? Can we blame the Houston Texans for the Vikings not making the NFC playoffs?
1: Blame them and the Rams.
0: Right. I mean,
1: the, the Eagles had to beat the Eagles had to win out. They had to beat the Rams. They had to beat the Texans. Yep. And they did both. But again, like this, I said, mean, do I don't want to see Bears Vikings again. So I'm you play the games because as I said, you don't know what's going to happen. But just this, the the, the, the line. That was the difference. Uh, Bears ran whenever they wanted, and Vikings couldn't block. So that was your difference.
0: Could have have beat the Saints, too, and then that wouldn't have mattered. Could have beat the Bills. I
1: mean, the Packers game. The Packers game is really the only game I look at of the losses and say that you you had to win that game. The way everything went, it came down to a field goal. Look at the Saints game, a turnover a couple of years. You lost by 10. The Hawks game was there, another missed penalty. You still lose by whatever they lost. Twenty one seven. The New England game. And, New England game was there, you still
0: lost by two touchdowns. And so and
1: it, a, I mean, you
0: know. And again, I'm not going to look at that uh that Packers game and say they should have won that one because arguably they, they, the they but they should have lost that and the only reason they were yeah. they even had a chance was because Kirk Cousins played amazing. So I'm not gonna that's not. The, I'm going to look at the Bills game, and I'm going to look at the the Saints game. Those are the two games that really stick with me the most for this season.
1: So like of all, of all the games, the Packers game is the only one to where you point to one play, and they just just kick the ball. Right, and the field goal is win. Like the Saints game as well. Don't fumble at the end of the half. It's all well. <coughs> you, you know Like you if you're looking at happens.
0: one play, then yes. But I'm. I'm again. I I look that at.
1: Would be the easiest that Packers game is the easiest game to go back to and say yeah just do that and you win it. the other games a lot has to go your away
0: right 17 nothing Texas over Georgia what in the hell
1: it's fucking stupid it is Any and of- Boots apparently Boots had a chance here to maybe catch Schottenkirk and we know Boots is a guy he loves Texas more than anything he moved there for Christ's sake and it appears to me he didn't pick Texas yeah. Yeah, that's like his only chance to catch. Obviously, he, he, he's not using any strategy at all, and he's again, it doesn't fucking matter. He's probably going to finish second, just randomly picking shit. So again, <laughs> it, it's very frustrating. Uh, at least he moved his goddamn point things around. Confidence points. This time it appears some years just one through forty in order. Right. So uh, at least he did that. Did but Dan? Jesus
0: did, did Dan Beck play this year?
1: There's a couple of folks here. I don't know who they are. I assume one of them is him. I don't. There's a couple of guys who I have no idea who is.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. So there we go. So we have that. Any Before
1: other? Th- our, fantasy, our fantasy football. Uh, may I say, Brady was not good. Uh, Grunkowski, I thought it was laughable that he, you know, retirement after the end of last season. He should retire because he's done. He's hurt. Yep. Um, New England, they I just can't
0: have him back because he is not productive. I will so be. I I will be. Yeah. Uh, we we'll, we will be discussing off air uh, how I can get your monies to you.
1: There might be a meeting in Sioux Falls in March. That might be the best option. I
0: All right. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um. If if you need the seventy or the, the however much money you want, like, I don't want it. Yeah. can
1: you can you pay me in Bitcoin? Can you
0: pay me in Bitcoin? <laughs> I, I could try, I could try. I can't guarantee anything, but uh, any anything else from bowl bowl season that we need to talk about?
1: Jesus Christ, uh, bowl season sucks.
0: Um, how about the golfers b- crushing Georgia Tech
1: again? That sucks. I'm not paying my cable bill to see Gophers play good football. I'm not damn. I'm paying them to see Paul Johnson run through them. Um, just looking at these games, trying to figure out who would be like your top five bowl games. Look, so all these games early on crash. All the favorites won. First bowl game that I thought was worth a damn: uh, Bahamas Bowl between Toledo and FIU. But that was worth something. Yep. Uh, that Cheez It Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Hey,
0: you, you know what? That, the cheese It uh, Twitter account, that was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that. Well, there's the numbers. What the TC quarterback took for like 27 yards. They won the game. I quit watching in I don't know, second quarter. I went to bed. And now a lot changed. No, so, The that,
0: Iowa State, Washington State game was very good.
1: That was good. I'll put that. That's I probably got to go in my top five. That was uh, a fun game. That receiver for Iowa State, if he comes out, that he, yeah, count me in. I'm a fan of that big son of a bitch, that receiver for Iowa State. Yep. Uh, quarterback for Florida. I love uh, Florida. They did well. Felipe Franks. Uh, yeah, he sucks. Uh, the quarterback, uh, some guy with the hyphen in his name, he got two receptions. I liked him. Um, the game I maybe hated the most was the Birmingham Bowl between Memphis and Wake uh, Forest. I had Memphis.
0: Yep, had as did I.
1: Start. There were a lot of points supposedly going to be in this game. There were so many points in the first quarter, in the first half. This was great. And then nothing in the second half. Now, a goddamn thing. I bet the over-under. I bet the over. And it didn't happen. And nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, in the last two minutes, uh, White Forest scores and Memphis scores and White Forest scores and Memphis and they've got the field goal to overtime. I'm like, alright, they're going to hit the, uh, the field goal, they're going go to overtime, it's going to get on the over. Stupid asshole kicker makes the first one, timeout. Makes the second one, false start. This is the third one that counted Uh, just a game for, for the agents. That, that could be yep. a bad beat on the over <clears throat> right there. So oh, that I'm that sure
0: Scott Van Pelt had out. that.
1: God, that game pissed me
0: off so much. Uh, Nevada, Arkansas State was a joke of a game. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! You know, like again, I only had nine confidence points on that one, and that's probably not going to make a huge. It wouldn't have made a huge difference. But for crying out loud, it's seven to three, and you don't have any defense there. The last state, like oh, just frustrating. Frustrating as hell.
1: (laughs) I don't know if they could have picked the worst time to have that game, right? Like, like in the Peach Bowl
0: was going on right before the playoffs. Well, think, think of Sports. what CBS Sports, the CBS Sports Network had. Yeah, had the Arizona Nova Home Loans Bowl, or the Nova Home Loans Bowl, Arizona Bowl uh, between Arkansas State and Nevada. That's going on at the same time as the college football playoffs. And then what? What was the? They had the, the AutoCure nation bowl on oh, that, bowl? that yeah the yep on that uh, on that first Saturday. Who who was that in between? Um it doesn't matter uh, because it was irrelevant.
1: Tulane and Louisiana
0: Oh thank you yes um so garbage. You, could CBS Sports oh, Network get some games please?
1: No. Yeah, Washington State Iowa State was good uh, Army just throttled up Houston. Just a throttle. That was all right. Uh, Purdue still, we still, you know, blame the fucking burial of Purdue that was as thorough of a beating as you'll ever see in a football game. Glad, glad Gus
0: Malzahn's team finally showed up for a bowl game.
1: Yes, uh, the kid with cancer—he did not look well, so that was a sad um,
0: there. I, I do have news on that here. Uh, Tyler Trent has passed away. He died. He died today.
1: He died today. This game was Friday. Like I thought, that was kind of in poor taste. I'm sure he wanted to be there, but Jesus Christ, 29:30—that was four days ago—and he did look, you
0: know. Well, like, I mean, yeah. he—he's a super I mean, fan. That was rough. He, that was rough. Uh, I wasn't a fan of that at all. Uh, I, he, he wanted to be there. You know, maybe you want to try and make it more private. But, I mean, he's been an inspiration throughout I mean, this he was
1: entire... He's on the field. He's on the field.
0: I know. I'm, yeah. The, so, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe you make it more, like, private or whatnot. But, um, I mean, he's been such an inspiration throughout this entire season to millions of... of People, you know, who follow college football and follow have followed his story and whatnot. So, I'm not gonna say any. I mean, uh, you know, thoughts of prayers are with with the family as uh, you know he has passed away now. So, I'm not gonna say anything negative about him at all. But it, it, you're That's right. I, when I when I saw it, I was like, oh, he he does <laughs> not he does not look well. But um, you well, know, you know when they made to Ohio City a couple
1: months ago, looked like he had a little bit of life in you know, him. But then when they. Roll him out in the wheelchair, I and mean, look—he did look terrible. I was like this kid's gonna die, and literally, he had like hours to live. <clears throat> he lives three, four days more. So that was not, not good. Not good. I thought.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: Texas Bowl, Baylor, Vanderbilt wasn't bad. Some points there. Yep. Um, Duke ran away from Temple Independence Bowl. Uh, the, the Duke quarterback—he's the answer to the question. What random dude Is not like a top ten pick? It, this is not
0: a random though because I I think I told yeah. you this at the beginning of the season that this was guy was going to be a potential first knows. round quarterback.
1: This random dude? I'm sick of the Peyton Manning self enough, enough. Oh, it's, it's it, so stupid. Wait, you? It's so stupid.
0: Wait, David Cutcliffe uh, coached Peyton enough. Manning.
1: Yeah, Zimmer coached under
0: Parcells, Wow, breaking news for 2019.
1: Stanford Pitt looked like a poop game there. It uh, was. Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Whenever you get Marcus on, tell him his belt bowl sucked. <laughs> that, was, that, was
0: that, that was really garbage. dumb of me to pick South Carolina. How about the Red Box Bowl, that 7-6 barn burner between Jeez. Oregon and Michigan State?
1: I swear to God, I took a nap yesterday. I woke up. I woke up. This game was on. It was seven to six. I'm like, all right, it's seven to six. I thought it was like the first half. And I looked a little closer. I'm like, oh, there's like seven minutes left. Oh, this game sucked. Seven to six. Uh, truly, truly disgusting. Games today were pretty good. Uh, New Year's New Year's Day were good. Uh, Outback some Point, Iowa. I don't know uh, a soul who likes Iowa. That's not from there.
0: Um. Uh, the uh, Coob. Coop. Is Shane Coop from Iowa originally?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's from Iowa. You don't count. Okay. Fiesta <laughs> um, Bowl. Fiesta Bowl was fun and stupid. I think twelve guys got kicked out of that game. That was a I'm, damn.
0: I'm I'm bummed contest. that UCF lost. I'm very bummed that that happened. They kind of got rolled over even though it was an eight point game. They got they got
1: manhandled at times. And uh Penn State almost had a good comeback against Kentucky. Um, that Josh Allen, he's He's alright I mean, uh, Nick Bosa Josh Allen, probably your 1-2 in the draft Right there Um, Liberty Bowl, Oklahoma State, Missouri That was a good little game right there Um Besides that, bunch of garbage
0: Well, I mean It sounds like you liked uh, Some some know, stuff five in five games
1: About yeah. five games I could stomach um today right
0: right um let's oh we got some we got an update here so let okay we are in the calendar year now 2019 that means we are three months and counting away from the final four that we will be attending together at U.S. Bank Stadium, there because that's the only championship game that's going to be played at U.S. Bank Stadium for the foreseeable future. Is oh How uh, oh you <laughs> I mean, let let's go. This is fun. We're going to. Uh, this is not the first or the second or the third. It sure as hell won't be the last time that we tell We're you that. Very
1: late this year.
0: It's very late. It's and it's it's fine. You know what? Let the lakes thaw a little bit more uh, for the final four. I'm just
1: saying this. St. John's beat the shit out of my Marquette squad by 20, so that's disappointing.
0: That is disappointing. Well, here you want some more disappointment here? Your Furman squads on a two-game losing streak.
1: I love who they lose to. What 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 uh, <laughs> national title contender did
0: they lose to? Uh, they they lost to LSU by 21. And then uh, lost to Eastern Tennessee State to open up SoCon play yep. by uh, yep. I think I think it was fourteen. I'm gonna pull that up here right now. So your Furman update?
1: They were like twenty, were like 20 something in the poll, and then the next poll, like, they had four votes. So I still that'll that'll be one of the great mysteries, you know, along with the Bermuda Triangle and you know aliens out in <clears> the Southwest. One of the great mysteries of my life.
0: Furman being ranked. Oh, what? oh, oh, wait, 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 wait a second here. I got news on the Paladins here. They are on a one-game winning streak here. They beat wait, no, no, never mind. The two-game losing streak uh, and that loss to Eastern Tennessee State on the 29th was by 23. They host Mercer on Thursday and the Citadel on saturday. I
1: hope they finish under 500.
0: How dare you? How dare you say that about our Furman squad? Yeah, they, one of their wins was against Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb had a big win uh the other day. I'm going to get that here for you shortly and Princeton beat Arizona State. So who the hell knows anything about college basketball this year?
1: Arizona State also beat Kansas.
0: Right? So,
1: And uh, a game from a few weeks ago which I thoroughly enjoyed uh, was Marquette and Buffalo. Marquette ran away with it in the last 10 minutes or so to win by 20 points. But that, for the first 30 minutes, that was that was basketball, folks. That was what I like to see. They were moving up and down the court, shooting, making. So that was an enjoyable game. This Marcus Howard for uh, Marquette, he had a terrible first half. He was in foul trouble. Somehow finished with 45 points. He scored like 20 in a row. It was unbelievable to see. Uh, I'm sure everybody would be on Buffalo come March. Uh, they're, they're, a great, they're a great team to watch. But uh, that, I had fun watching that. Kentucky Carolina was maybe a bit too fast, a bit too loosey-goosey. But uh, that, that was also fine to watch.
0: Gardner Webb, here we go. Gardner Webb from the Big South. They just beat Georgia Tech. No, wait, no, that, that was on the 17th. They beat Wake Forest. Wake Forest, what a oh. big win for Gardner-Webb. The leaders in the Big South. So when you talk about Furman beating Gardner-Webb, just remember that Gardner-Webb is leading the Big South.
1: We're up for we <laughs> squad, top ten. How about it?
0: Hey, you How know what? It? Hey, we gotta make up for the fact that uh, lost in the military, uh, the Northrop Grumman Military Bowl, because don't know how to f- play defense against Cincinnati down the stretch, or fumbling it inside the 10-yard line. What in the heck? Oh, that's... Houston undefeated
1: yet? Houston's right. undefeated? Yep. Yep. St. John's also
0: undefeated.
1: Not right. Because
0: they, they suck. Be. Well, they will be now, because they beat Marquette. Um... That about does it for me. What else you got?
1: Well, college basketball getting these conference games going here.
0: Um, SDSU with a big 50-point win over uh, Western Illinois.
1: Yeah, they... I think they're going to be like a 15-seat. Their numbers just don't add up. Right. It was not good. Uh, Nevada got through the deal undefeated. So uh Nevada,
0: they might be your last team undefeated, I would have to
1: guess. Alright. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Gophers, gophers look alright. So
0: Texas Tech looks alright. Uh Utah State is an at large team right now. So oh, there we go. Alright. Uh anything else from you before we say so long?
1: Uh, I, I'm rooting for my Clemson squad. I'll pick Clemson to win the deal next week. Um, I mean, Oklahoma gave him gave him a run. Just, I mean, you just can't get behind by 30 points for God's sake, right off the bat. And that was that was an interesting game to watch, just to see if Oklahoma could could get it to within one score. I and, and they never could. So. Um, that, that should be the last football game Kyler Murray ever plays for God's sakes.
0: Trevor yes. Trevor Lawrence to Hunter Renfro for the touchdown here, and that uh, yes. it'll be a, a touch a win for Clemson.
1: I hope so. I very much enjoyed the the end of the half against Notre Dame. There were only I don't know thirty seconds left, but Clemson used their time and they went down the field and they scored a touchdown. They had four or five plays available to them with a timeout and 30 seconds left or so. And they used that time. They just didn't run off the clock. They used that time to do something. And there was another game in which another team did that, and I appreciate that, that they don't just sit on it. They got four or five plays. Are
0: are you okay? I mean, yes, there are a lot of people like, oh, Notre Dame shouldn't have been in the college football playoff. But, I mean, Clemson's really, really good, and, you know, Arguably, the game kind of turned on that uh, that that fumbled kickoff that barely went out of bounds. If Notre Dame recovers that, we might be talking about a closer game. I, I still think Clemson would have won. But the final score, to me, doesn't tell me that Notre Dame shouldn't have been in the college football playoff.
1: It's one of those things to where like they haven't won a big game in, in, in many decades when they're on this stage. So, uh, Jesse Palmer was saying in the pregame how, you know, Notre Dame should feel disrespected because they're 13-0 and 0 and they were like an 11-point underdog. It's Well, you're playing the best defense in the country, you barely scored a point, you got beat by 27, like they, they, they were undefeated, you had to put them in, but, but you, they're, they're just not to that level.
0: North Dakota State's undefeated, they didn't make it. Disrespectful, disrespectful.
1: They probably wouldn't give a glimpse on the bench.
0: Can I? Can I just ask? And I don't know how we would do this. Maybe it's something that I'll look at here. I think they gotta get teams that are geographically close to some of these bowl games because it's it's just amazing how bad it looks on TV with as many empty seats as there are. I mean the Fiesta There's
1: only there's only like a handful of games that matter, though.
0: The Fiesta Bowl though today, the entire upper deck was empty.
1: Citrus Bowl is pretty much sold out. Yeah, had uh, Kentucky. Yes. Yep. This is probably, you know, they were saying this is the best Kentucky team they've ever had. And Penn State's always good. They had sixty five thousand there. And the Citrus Bowl that's a legitimate bowl. Outback bowl is legitimate outside of the, the top six. So right, but really, there's only I don't know, maybe ten bowl games that are that matter. Alamo Bowl, the Worthy Bowl.
0: But okay, so let's but let's say you know instead of throwing two Louisiana teams in the Auto Cure Nation Bowl in Orlando, why wouldn't you put that in New Orleans? Why wouldn't you? Well, there, I mean,
1: was, there was one bowl game where I think a home a, a team would hope they hosted Hawaii. And they still couldn't. There was why some other team in right
0: Florida. Oh, somewhere. South Florida. Yeah, it was. A, it was. Um, it was the Bad Boy yeah. Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, South Florida and Marshall. It rained, so that didn't
1: help. But there was still less than at a regular game. So and this game was played at home. So I, I mean, you
0: know. Do 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 the people in these cities that host them just don't even no. care? I mean, I I I just feel I, like no. you got to do something. 'Cause it, it looks terrible on TV. Like, I mean these bowls are made for TV. These
1: are all ESPN owned bowls. Yeah, games and Boise, even Not the,
0: the not the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bull.
1: Well thank God for that. <laughs> and there's gonna be there's three new ones next year. I don't know if they're gonna replace some, but there's three new ones next year.
0: Well Redbox replaced Foster Farms, Bull. Um, but that that, but that was in Santa Clara So I don't know They
1: better replace that turf By Monday Because that turf again Did not look great They've got five days to do it Here Replace that turf
0: Speaking of turf being replaced U.S. Bank Stadium Is going to have some turf replaced For next year Really? Yep Already Three years And the Vikings want new turf So
1: Senator so Rebellion <laughs>
0: For a discount. I agree. Take it. All right. Very good. I'm
1: sure, I'm sure you saw all those Christmas
0: Day NBA games. I'm sure you them and watched them multiple times.
1: Well, okay. So, I
0: mean, the Knicks don't deserve to be on Christmas Day at all. Um, well, they always, but
1: they always play on
0: Christmas I know. It's so stupid, though. I mean, it, I guess They're it's kind of... It, I They're guess it's... Yeah, I was just going to say it's like Detroit on Thanksgiving. Um... Disappointed that Oklahoma City shit the bed in the second half and couldn't make a bucket and make a jump shot to save their lives and let Houston win that game. Uh, there's something wrong with the Warriors. I will I will say that. Um, LeBron, he,
1: LeBron felt the pop. He felt the
0: pop. Well, whatever he did, uh, all the power okay. to him. Do you know, though, here's what I'm looking at. The Sacramento Kings are going to make the playoffs this year. They're gonna end the longest active playoff drought in the NBA uh, that they own currently because the Timberwolves ended that last year when they made it as an eight seed. The Kings are gonna make it as an eight seed.
1: I would love that.
0: So let's see De'Aaron Fox in there.
1: They're gonna to have to play my Nuggets, so my Nuggets, one, two.
0: Look at them go. Look at them go. Keep on. Are you impressed that I could that I could tell you that much about the Christmas Day NBA games?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Lakers game was very surprising. Um, Boston, Philly. That was the best game. Yep. That was the best game of the day. Yep. Do uh, you want you want to guess how many threes our boy Ben Simmons has thrown up this year?
0: Um, five.
1: None.
0: Ah. Well, that means he hasn't well, made one yet. Halfway
1: through the year. We're halfway through stack And he's yet to even attempt He had one shot I think it was on Christmas Day It was the longest shot He's ever made It was like a 22 foot shot That's only because The uh, shot clock was expiring It was the longest shot He has ever made
0: Do the, do the 76ers get credit For drafting him And Hill Fultz Two guys who can't shoot Worth a lick
1: Well the thing is Fultz there's something there But with Simmons You've seen so many guys that never shot three, like one of the Lopez brothers, the one that plays for Milwaukee, shot. Brook. Maybe thirty. He shot maybe like thirty-three pointers his first seven years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now in the last couple of years, he's shot like three, four hundred of them. He went from never shooting them to always shooting them, and he's doing fine. He's doing okay. Like Simmons, Samadi. You have to develop a three point shot. His numbers are basically the same as last year. Uh, he reminds me of Jason Kidd. He, he, he's got big size, he's bigger than Jason Kidd. But you got to be able to shoot a little bit, He's the threat. And, and for me, the, the template is Blake Griffin, who came into the league as a terrible shooter, terrible free throw shooter. And you saw, based on his percentages, it improved every year. To where now he's a competent seventy-five percent free throw shooter, and this guy can't even sh- shoot his free throws. He's shooting fifty-eight percent from the line, which is horrendous. And, and that is something that, if you work on it, it will get better. What What do you he make of work on it?
0: Right. What do you make of Joel Embiid unhappy with his role now that uh, Butler's there?
1: Yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. I heard that. I mean, it's, I think they'll be fine. He'll figure it out. But Simmons, I mean, work on your shots. It's, 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 that tells me whether or not you are working on it. Right. And if you work on it, it will come.
0: Exactly. So there,
1: there's no reason why it shouldn't be there a little bit. So next offseason, if we're still waiting here on January 1st and he still hasn't made let alone attempted the a three, then that tells me he's not working on it or he's not comfortable enough. Which
0: is amazing to me. I agree. I yeah, I mean it's why I don't think Philadelphia really can be taken all that seriously. Now, as a
1: Milwaukee, they're legitimate, Toronto's legitimate, Boston. That's your three right there. Yep. I mean those are all legitimate players.
0: Indiana's Milwaukee, right there I, and how about the Orlando Magic? I'm just kidding uh, about pass, that last one. Pass, yeah,
1: pass on, pass. Hard pass on Orlando. <laughs>
0: Very good. Well, Krins, it's been uh, far too long—a couple of weeks. We we haven't done one for you know since the last calendar year. But uh, it's a good run here. I, I finally got down that it's a uh, Trevor Lawrence, so that's good. And uh, I still want the Vikings. So. Like this this evil thing, this would have been this would have been tragedy right
1: here.
0: I think there would have been. Um, I think there would have been. Uh, I think of murder charges can you can did you, you do that this
1: dog or was this just a coincidence that the dog was there I don't think he thought did he?
0: I don't know I, I don't know I I it, but
1: oh my god
0: yeah it's not good it uh, that that falls squarely on Texas I think
1: yeah thankfully there was somebody I think kind of put himself in between the dog and the, and the bull thank God
0: would have been an utter disaster, that's for sure. Ha, get it? Utter, because of Bevo. but.
1: it's great. Great utter disaster. Put that one in your book. Um, Pat McAfee was, I guess, calling parts of the
0: Packers game? He was, along with Jason Kutcher and Robert Smith.
1: And there were multiple folks I saw saying, who, who are these folks? What is this about? Um. Fox. WWE assigned WWE Pat McAfee to do some wrestling stuff. Um, but he, I think he is a guy that, despite being a punter, could add uh, some life. I mean, c- compare him to Jason Witten for Christ's sake, I mean, come oh, yeah. I and mean, come. He 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 brings some a little bit of juice, and that's kind of what you want. Mm-hmm. So I would be in favor of this guy doing something somewhere at a bit higher of a level.
0: Well. Well, we can see. Well, we'll, I mean, give it some time. Currently, he's just amping up his profile right now.
1: If we're having an announcer draft, I would maybe take him very early, like second round early. I I, get my play-by-play guy who I would want. I would pick him.
0: Oh, he's going to be your color commentator.
1: Yeah, I I would get my play-by-play in the first round, and then I would pick him early. We should have an announcer draft. At
0: some point. I, I, I just claim Brian Anderson regardless of where it's at. Sure.
1: I got a couple of dudes that I would like.
0: <laughs> Jason um, Benetti? Because he's very good. I I enjoy yeah. listening to him and yep. Kelly Stouffer. Uh
1: Jason Benetti would be, would yeah, he would be no lower than my number two play-by-play guy.
0: Very good. Very good. All right, my friend. Great talking with you. I'm um, sure we'll be doing a Google chat here soon. And, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I'm, we'll be talking next week and uh, recapping the national championship in college football. And then we could solely focus on college basketball and the NFL playoffs. And then and next
1: year could be a good game of guess what time slot the NBC playoff game is on
0: because it's always different. <laughs> I, I like it. I do. I you know what? It, I like that there's variety here, and uh, I like that they're getting two games. That's that's great.
1: And the Vikings would have been there again. So. There
0: you go. They would have. They would have indeed. All right, my friend. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week.
1: All right. We'll see
0: you later. Travis Grins joining us here, Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate his time and perspective as always. Uh, the voice is going here. That sucks because coming up next, we do have Charlie Hildebrand. Who will uh, be breaking down the college, uh, previewing the college football playoff championship game between Clemson and Alabama? So, hopefully, he can do a little more of the talking here. Uh, The Sports Block podcast can be found, as always, available on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Andy Stackin, Facebook Nathan Stacken. Have a link to the podcast posted in the middle to later part of each week. Uh, So, I'm going to heal up my voice here over this next few minutes. And coming up next, Charlie Hildebrand. Talk about his job, new job, new location, and also some college football. Get his thoughts on the bowl uh, bowl games that have gone on. Hopefully, he likes it a little bit more than Crins did, but we'll see. And then we'll, we'll wrap up with uh, some wild card picks for the NFL. It's all coming up here on the Sports Block podcast. We continue here on the Sports Block podcast. The voice is getting better here, so it's a good time to bring in my good friend, Uh, formerly of the Sioux City Journal, Mr. Charlie Hildebrand. And Charlie, uh, happy new year to you, and uh, with the new year, you got some big things that are changing. Uh, So uh, once again, uh, you're starting a new job in Aberdeen, you're starting it up here pretty quick, aren't you?
1: Yep, Thursday is my first day. I am to report at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time that I'm sure will require uh, much paper signing. And uh, as I go further and further along, I'm sure my signature will get better and better and better. (laughs) And by the end, maybe it'll be uh, possible to be able to to read it.
0: And what's the uh, paper in Aberdeen again?
1: The the Aberdeen American News. Apparently, there... A long time ago, there was the American News and the Aberdeen News, and one bought the other, and they just merged the two names together.
0: Very good. And you're <laughs> Northern State of presentation and other duties as assigned, correct?
1: Probably. Some of that's still a little bit up in the air, but it sounds like that what you just said is probably more or less what it's going to be. Definitely, um, it will be sports, probably but more collegiate
0: well the best of luck to you my friend and this is going to be an excellent a new journey for you and uh and like i say i think we, we had discussed the last time you're on here i think you're uh, now less than three hours away from me so uh that, that's definitely a good thing here so i wish you all the success in the world um so hopefully i appreciate
1: that i'm slowly getting forward to you by 2030 2030- you know, maybe we'll live in the same neighborhood. <laughs>
0: well, we might. We we might. Uh, let, let, I definitely think that's a possibility here. So, uh, um, so let's just get into the, to bowl season. We have one game remaining because uh, the Sugar Bowl uh, tail end of it here. Georgia is going to lose, very surprisingly. Um, what are what are your reactions? What are your takeaways thus far from bowl season?
1: Um, I think overall, it has not been a great bowl season, just in terms of there have not been a lot of really close games. I think it's quite possible the national title game may change that opinion. We'll see. And I think also, just kind of like I think we've talked about for a lot of the year, it seems like Alabama and Clemson are just on a collision course, and uh, that has turned out to be true. And we will see what happens when they play on uh, Monday. Um, trying to think of anything else off the top. Of, I, I, not to toot my own toot my home my own horn too much. Not the least bit surprised that Clemson just kind of smoked Notre Dame. I figured that was going to happen. Yep. I guess there were there were fewer points by each side in Alabama and Clemson in that game, but but roughly that's kind of how I thought it would go. But yeah, and then yeah, I mean it'll be. I guess last year's Clemson Alabama matchup was the worst of the three they had, and uh, yeah. So hopefully this one uh, for the national title game is more like the first two than uh, last year's semifinal. Yeah. And I think Alabama won like like twenty four to six. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Clemson was largely. I mean, they couldn't get anything going offensively in that one. Their defense really kept them in the game. You know, largely. Um, for most of that game, anyway, I, I was talking with Krenz here before I th- got on with you, and it's just, it's just one of those things where, yeah, they just haven't been a lot of good bowl games, and whether that is due to you know certain players, uh, you know, electing not to participate in bowl games, you know, kind of preparing for the NFL draft. I know we had you had mentioned before how selfishly you don't like it, even though. You, you understand why they're doing it uh, some teams just flat out haven't shown up for bowl games um, I mean there, there's there could there's a lot of rhyme and reason to it but this year really seems like it's just it, there are very few memories or memorable games that we can really take away.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it was two years ago, the year Clemson beat Alabama. I think that was a year that it wasn't a great bowl season either. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when the national title games one of the you know five or ten best college football games in many decades, you know that kind of overshadows everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's possible that could happen again. I mean, I I don't know who's going to win between Alabama and Clemson. I don't expect it to be a blowout. I think it'll be. A pretty good game. So, I mean, we've got that, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's you know, like March Madness. There's years that it's not a great tournament. There's not any, fuzzy, any buzzer beaters. There aren't a lot of good Cinderella stories. and You know, you get to the Final Four, and you're like, huh, we've only had like three good games the whole tournament. I think uh, there was that one early between, the, I don't remember which, the two mid-major teams where a team uh kicks like a 40-yard field goal on the last play of the game to win. And I think maybe that's probably been the best bowl game. I mean, I guess today it was strange and not maybe not great from an offensive standpoint, but I guess Iowa and Mississippi State was interesting. Yep. Penn State, Kentucky wasn't great for most of the game, but you know, McSorley coming back with what sounds like maybe a broken foot and sort of leading the comeback, although they never came back on top was interesting. But yeah, yeah, I mean there's just I mean that's that's about it. There hasn't been a lot of other stuff
0: even with that penn state game though they were down 27-7 it's like penn state didn't show up for the first three quarters and had to rally late and ultimately lost 27-24 but yeah it's it's just it's crazy to see some of these bowl games as we look back at the college football playoff though specifically I, I, there are a lot of people that I saw immediately after Notre Dame got blown out that said, "Oh, we're so glad that Notre Dame made the college football playoff, and and you know, a team like Georgia didn't." Well, I, like I, I don't, I think Notre Dame should have gotten. I mean, the the game turned on that kickoff, that fumble, or that the kickoff fumble that went out of bounds, that it looked like Notre Dame had recovered. I don't know if Notre Dame would have won the game but certainly the game would have been a little bit closer there and then after you know seeing Georgia lose to Texas here in the Sugar Bowl I think that kind of vindicates those other people that said you know that Oklahoma that the right four teams got in the college football playoff but overall I mean yeah Clemson is by far the better team than Notre Dame but I still don't think that means that Notre Dame shouldn't have made it in the college football playoff.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've always, ever since they started the fourteen playoff, they always have this debate of, you know, most deserving versus, like, who's better. And if you're undefeated, especially, I mean, I guess Notre Dame's not in the conference, but plays essentially a Power 5 schedule. If you're an undefeated Power 5 team, like, you just, you can't get left out. I mean, people would just go nuts. And uh, if all you care about is who's better, then, you know, I I understand the logic behind it, but then it just turns into, like, why aren't we just getting someone, you know, why don't we just pay Bill Belichick when he retires to just be like, hey, how about you decide who the four best teams are, because you're a better talent evaluator than any of the rest of us are, and that just, I don't know, it takes something out of there, so... I, I agree with you that even it's not fair to afterwards say, oh, well, we thought Notre Dame was going to get blown out, so we weren't going to put him in. I mean, you can't take away that they were undefeated. You, you Just like, you know, like, if we're honest, I mean, Clemson didn't play a very good schedule, and Clemson deserved to be in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Notre Dame were to beat Clemson by 30, it would essentially, there would be a lot of the same talk, just the other way where would be like, oh, well, right. I mean, they almost lost to Syracuse, and Surgees is just okay, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, it, it's, there's so many different pockets of college football fandom across the entire country, and everybody thinks that everybody else is out to get their team and their conference and their, you know, region of college football, and the media hates them, and, you know, I, I don't know, it's, I think we should enjoy this, this this Alabama Clemson national title game because I think it's going to be good, and at some point, even if maybe it's a little repetitive that they keep playing,
0: you're still like getting the to start and playing anymore. And play. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and, and maybe this is the last time they play. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah.
0: I, I mean, yeah, because this is going to be the fourth straight year in the college football playoff that they will have met. The only time they haven't met in the national championship would have been last year in the semifinal there. Uh, Alabama looked like they came out on a mission on On Saturday, and it looked like they felt either disrespected, maybe because Tua lost the Heisman Trophy to uh, Kyler Murray. Maybe it was all the people that said, "Oh, Oklahoma's offense has a chance to really take it to Alabama's defense here and and stay within the game." And early on, Alabama just thoroughly outplayed Oklahoma. Now Oklahoma got back in the game and what lost by only like fourteen or fifteen. Something like that, um, but really... I think
1: it was 11, if I remember oh, right.
0: You're right. But yep, I could be wrong. right, yep, it was 45-34, I believe. Um, I can get that pulled up here. But uh, either way, the way Alabama came out in that game, it was like, okay, Oklahoma, I don't think was ready for that at all. It That really stunned them.
1: I would agree Because when he was 28 to nothing... Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was...
0: In the first quarter, I believe. or It was like 21 or 20 or been like early in the second quarter.
1: Yeah, early in the second. You, Nick Saban with time to prepare is incredibly difficult to beat. I mean, Clemson won the national title game a couple of years ago, and that was with just like a shade over a week. So that was essentially, you know, normal time, more or less. And the only other times I can think of recently like with a long time to prepare that they lost was, you know, when they lost to Ohio State and Cardale Jones in the semifinal game in 2014. The weird game where Oklahoma beat them in the Sugar Bowl in 2013. Mm -hmm. And then like when they lost to Utah in 2008 in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, other than that, I think they've won every other bowl game under Nick Saban. I don't know what his record at, at Alabama is coming off of a bye week since their record is always incredibly good, I would assume his record off of a bye is incredibly good. And they've got more analysts than anybody else, and they've got the best coach in the country. And the more time you give them to prepare, it's just harder and harder to, to find a way to beat them. And I think, I think that's a lot of it. And I think Oklahoma is really good. Their defense is bad, though, and Alabama completely took advantage of it. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I, in the first quarter, basically the first quarter, a little bit of the second, it was pretty good, but I mean, you know, there's there's a reason Alabama's won what? I think five of the last nine national titles now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's just. They're
1: essentially UCLA men's basketball under John Wood, just, you know, 40 40 or 50 years later.
0: Yep. And when you give Nick Saban a month to prepare, he's going to come up with something for you. So, with all that being said, the national championship game from Santa Clara, uh, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, this upcoming Monday, January 7th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central Time on ESPN. Obviously, less time to prepare for Clemson. This time around, what do we expect? Did anything that you saw from Clemson on on Saturday change your perspective of the national championship game as a whole, or do we still think that Alabama is going to win because they are just head and shoulders above the
1: rest? Well, let's put it this way. I, I think in a lot of ways it's, it's essentially kind of a coin flip game. I mean, I think Clemson's definitely good enough to win and not in like like if they played this 10 times you know Clemson would win too because they've got a chance like I think it I think it might be Clemson would win 4 or 5 out of 10 but when push comes to shove yeah I I think Dabo's a really good coach and a lot of people have always kind of you know made fun of him 2 or 3 or 4 years ago and he just keeps winning so I I think we're kind of past that point where like obviously he's an incredible coach too but it's tough to pick against Nick Saban, especially when their defense is still incredibly good, like always. And they just have such a terrifying offense to match it. That I mean, I think I think Clemson's good enough to probably score in the mid twenties, maybe even get into the thirties. But I think, and I think their defense is good enough to get stops that Oklahoma couldn't, or basically anybody else. But I mean, with when, when Tua Tagovailoa gets going, and along with their offensive line and their running backs and, you know, Judy and all their other receivers, they're just – like, I, I think Oklahoma does have a better offense than Alabama, but they're not that much better. And Alabama's so much better on defense that, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's almost like, you know, having – The 85 Bears defense along with the 2007 Patriots offense. Where it's just like, yeah, I mean, they're going to find some way probably to win.
0: What what is the difference? Like, should Clemson win? Or what is is going to be the reason why Clemson wins? What is a a matchup or an X factor that you're looking at in this game?
1: If Clemson wins, I think it will be a combination of having maybe the most talented defensive line in the country, so they will be able to get pressure on Tua uh, with only four or five and kind of like not just pressure them, but contain them and not let them scramble while also being able to stop the run. So I think mean, they're going to have to play lights out which they're incredibly good and they could play whites out, but it's a tall order against Alabama.
0: And Dexter Lawrence isn't expected to play, correct? He's still sus- going to be suspended. Yeah, he's
1: suspended. And, 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 but I think even and that's not to knock his contribution. I think he's incredibly good. But they've got they've got a lot of hosses on their defensive line still. Yep. And then in addition to that, I think with Travis Etienne, an incredibly good running back for Clemson, I think he's got to play well. But more importantly, I think Lawrence at quarterback for Clemson is so much better than what they got from their guy last year, who has you know since transferred this year. He's just more Killing talented. Yep. That. I mean, I'm not. I'm not predicting he's going to have like a lights out A plus game, but I think it's, it's. I don't think it's inconceivable that it's like, oh, it turned out that you know he completed. Like twenty six of thirty two passes for two hundred and ninety yards and three touchdowns with no picks, and I think I think if Clemson does those things, I think they can win.
0: I told Krins that I would I wouldn't mind seeing the Vikings tank for Trevor Lawrence, or at the very minimum, I would like to see them trade in uh, whatever, however many first round draft picks it takes to get him in a couple of years. I would be okay with him doing that because I think the kid is going to be really special. He's he's already had a phenomenal freshman year, um, and we'll see what he can add to it here in the next year or two. But what would it take for you? Real, for your Real do- quick, yeah.
1: on that note, I agree. I'm not a Vikings fan. I agree with everything you said, and he looks great. But I also want to throw out that I'm going to mention two other guys as freshmen. In college, that people mentioned, like kind of in that same light. Oh my God! Think how high this guy's going to get picked. And one of them did still get picked in the first round. But that's also how they talked about both Tim Tebow and JT Barrett. So yeah. you you never know. There's times yeah. where it's like, well, maybe he's not an NFL guy. But that's... I agree. Everything we've said, I think he's going. He's like he's a, he's going to be a three and done, top ten draft pick. And wherever he goes, you know, his, his magnificent hair is going to go with him also.
0: Right. Would you be okay with the Dolphins tanking for him?
1: I would be. I don't think I'd be okay with them doing it for like two straight years. But they're going to be bad enough and make dumb enough decisions that they might as well. Just because at least they'd have one good thing, man.
0: Who do you want to be the, the next Dolphins head coach? <sighs>
1: I don't know, I don't love Gase I kind of wish they didn't fire him I think he was 23 and 25 If I remember right Sounds and about it's right the,
0: Playoff I, appearance it, in his first season
1: Yeah, you know, like I'm not saying he was great But I mean, I don't know Who, who do they think they're going to get that's better I mean, the Dolphins don't have a quarterback I don't think they have like a truly dreadful roster But they, but, but they don't have like a top 10 roster In terms of talent either They've got glaring holes you know, they, they make all sorts of weird, panicky, reactionary moves. I, the only bright side I think I can say about the, the ownership slash front office from the Dolphins is that they're willing to pay a lot in free agency, which, I mean, I suppose that's a positive. But they usually make bad signings. So, I mean, I just, like, wh- whoever would be your top two or three candidates for an NFL head coaching job, like, they're not going to go to the Dolphins. They're going to go, you know, to the Packers. Or the Browns, or the I, yeah, I guess the Browns right now. The Browns, it's painful to say that people would much rather go to the Browns than my Dolphins to be a coach right now. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Dolphins is a better job than the Cardinals right now. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. You start really, I guess maybe maybe a better job. Well, I mean, probably not even the Jets. I guess the Jets have Sam Rosen, or I mean, sorry, Sam Darnold. Yep, I got the two the two quarterbacks from. Los Angeles College is mixed up. So, yeah, so I guess even the Jets is a better job right now, which is very uh, frustrating and disappointing. Well, you
0: know, Tampa Bay, though, the the GM has said that whoever the new head coach is going to be, they have to be okay with Jameis Winston. So... I mean, you could be stuck in that scenario as okay, well. Okay, so
1: so out of the eight jobs, I guess that maybe puts the Dolphins as the sixth best job. So, I mean, at least it's not bottom two right there.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, Charlie, it's going to be a fantastic national championship game next week. Uh, love to have you on to break it down afterwards. Uh, so, hopefully we can make that work. But uh, best of luck to you here in these first few days at your new job there in Aberdeen. And uh, looking forward to talking to you next week, my friend
1: sounds good thanks for having me on again buddy and i look forward to a hopefully successful year for both of us in 2019
0: absolutely best of luck to you all right thank you charlie charlie hildebrand here uh from the aberdeen american news did i get that right we'll get it right we'll get it right if we didn't get it right there um we have plenty of time here for that so there we go um it seems like alabama is going to win this national championship um i'd love to see clemson win it again clemson is one of those teams where i don't think i'm going to get tired of them for a while um alabama yes tired of them clemson just something about them um uh, that i'm okay with And you know hunter renfro great wide receiver trevor lawrence phenomenal quarterback Got a good defense, so should be great. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central Time, ESPN, Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California, National Championship game next week. We'll have Charlie to break it down. We'll talk with Travis about it. Uh, You know what? Normally we do the recap of, you know, week 17, but, I mean, okay, I guess we'll. I mean, we we can do it, I suppose. Uh, I mean,. Falcons won 34-32. They beat the the Buccaneers. Both teams finishing off disappointing years. The Cowboys didn't have anything to play for against the Giants, but they went on to win 36-35. A late touchdown by Dak Prescott to Cole Beasley. An incredible catch by Cole Beasley. And a subsequent two-point conversion lifted the Cowboys over the Giants there. The Panthers beat the Saints 33-14. Teddy Bridgewater started in this one for the Saints. Uh, Some guy named Kyle Allen... Josh Allen, some Allen for the Panthers started and, and won for them. The Patriots beat the Jets 38 3, so they secured the number two overall seed in the AFC playoffs in the ninth consecutive year with a first round bye. Texans won the AFC South with a 20 3 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have zero offense whatsoever. And some. There's some news surrounding Leonard Fournette, like they're voting guarantees, and it's not a good situation there. So the Leonard Fournette era in Jacksonville may be soon on the outskies. Detroit shut out Green Bay, 31 to nothing. Green Bay uh Aaron Rodgers left it this game uh with early with a concussion, did not return. Zach Zenner, a good day rushing, former Jackrabbit. So that was big for the Lions there. Uh, in the year on the win. Bills somehow won six games this year. I don't know how they did it, but Josh Allen. Um, helped lead the way. Bills beat the Dolphins 42-17. to 17. Charlie's Dolphins 42-17. Seahawks struggled with the Arizona Cardinals but won on a last second Sebastian Janikowski field goal 27-24. They are the fifth seed in the NFC playoffs. Rams secured the number two seed in the NFC playoffs with a 48-32 win over the 49ers. Uh, they thoroughly dominated the 49ers early in this one getting up 28-3. Forcing three turnovers early on. It was quite outstanding the Chargers struggled uh, Philip Rivers threw a couple of interceptions but the Chargers ultimately win 23 9 they are the five seed in the AFC playoffs the Eagles combined with the Vikings loss uh, and their 24-0 win over Washington are back in the NFC playoffs so the defending Super Bowl champions will have a chance to defend their crown uh, Nick will has some bruised ribs so that's going to hurt there. The Pittsburgh Steelers are out of the playoffs and there's drama surrounding Antonio Brown. Uh, And they say that maybe that's why he got deactivated last week because he didn't play against the Bengals. They struggled to beat Cincinnati, ultimately only winning 16-13, but not good there. Uh, So we'll see what happens there with Antonio Brown and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bears beat the Vikings 24-10. The Vikings not necessarily no-shows, but just what what a terrible performance offensively and defensively. It was, it was not good. Chiefs crushed the Raiders 35-3. Pat Mahomes had 50 touchdowns, and they are the number one overall seed in the AFC. Haven't won a home playoff game since 1994. So, Chiefs fans are probably preparing for a divisional round loss. That divisional round loss may be to the Baltimore Ravens. They've won the AFC North, holding off, uh, fending off a late Cleveland Browns rally to win 26-24. Um... Baker Mayfield had a chance, a couple of nice completions to Jarvis Landry. Was it Brashad Perriman? Some, someone else on the Browns, uh, but forced, uh, three straight completions and then a pick. Sealed the deal. Ravens win. They win the AFC North. Uh, Lamar Jackson 6-1 and one as a starter. And then the Colts beat the the Blaine Gabbert-led Tennessee Titans 33-17, to and that's really all that you need to know is that Blaine Gabbard started at quarterback for the Titans. Andrew Luck, what a remarkable year he had and completed The Colts won nine of their final 10 games. Absolutely amazing to see what they've done. So that leads us to wild card weekend. And it all begins Saturday at... uh, 4.35 p.m. Eastern, 3.35 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. The sixth seed in the AFC, the Indianapolis Colts, against the three-seed Houston Texans. Uh, Listen, the the Colts went into Indianapolis and beat the Texans a couple weeks back. I think that the Texans will remember that. They're going to come out and make sure that that does not happen again. As good as Andrew Luck and company have been, I think the Houston Texans get the job done. They're going to win that one. Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. Then 8:15 p.m. Eastern, 7:15 p.m. Central time on Fox. It, the the TV deals are, are changing a lot. NBC gets random times now, which is kind of strange, but is what it is, I guess. Um, but on Fox Saturday night, I, I, I'm going to take the Seahawks. I just don't believe in the Cowboys. I think uh, the the Seahawks run game is is very good here. Their defense going to be able to shut down or. or limit uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott I think the Seahawks get the win there Sunday then, January 6th so those games are Saturday uh, January 5th, on the 6th at 1.05pm Eastern 12.05pm Central Time on CBS the five seed in the AFC, the Los Angeles Chargers at 12-4, taking on the four seed, the 10-6 Baltimore Ravens, winners of the AFC North the Ravens thoroughly outplayed the chargers a couple weeks back winning in um at stub up center in carson city california wherever the hell the chargers wherever stub up center is they beat them 22 to 10 the chargers haven't looked right the last couple of games i would love to see philip rivers and company get the job done against baltimore but I, i just don't see it happening i'm gonna take the ravens in that ground game gus edwards um Lamar Jackson company and that defense, I think they do get it done. But Melvin Gordon will play for the Chargers. Hunter Henry, tight end, towards ACL back, what, in like minicamp in May? He is going to make his season debut. So that could alter how this game is played. But I'll take the Ravens, even though I hope the Chargers will win. And in the final game on NBC, the 6 seed Philadelphia Eagles out of the NFC against the 3 seed Chicago Bears. Eagles 9 and 7, Bears 12 and 4, 4.40 p.m. Eastern, 3.40 p.m. Central Time on NBC. How do you yeah, Foles has bruised ribs going against Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, and and that Bears defense? Ooh, that's gonna be a long day. I got the Bears big over the Eagles. And so what that will do, then uh so divisional round then the following Saturday, first game. Saturday on NBC, second game, Saturday night on Fox. Sunday then, first game on CBS, second game on Fox. So we'll get to all that there. We'll talk all about the wild card weekend and preview divisional round next weekend or next week on the podcast. We'll talk about the national championship game in college football. Will it be Clemson or will it be Alabama? You can find the Sports Block podcast available on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block podcast. Follow me on Twitter at ndstacken, Facebook Nathan I Have a link posted to the podcast middle to later part of each week. So for Travis and Charlie, I'm Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block podcast, the first podcast of the new year of the year 2019. So hopefully everyone had a very merry Christmas and a great holiday season and happy new year. And uh, hopefully, 2019 is a good year for you. Uh, hopefully, you continue to listen to this podcast throughout the year. I we'll always have some good um, weekly episodes here for you of the Sports Block Podcast. So, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. And we'll talk to you again next week with national championship reaction, NFL wildcard reaction, college basketball, and so much more here. Nathan Second saying thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. And I'll talk to you again next week. Hopefully, with a better voice, a rejuvenated, a renewed voice here. You've been listening to the Sports Block Podcast.